Welcome to the Informed Performance Podcast. This mini episode is going to be the first of many episode highlights where we bring you a key segment of a full episode that we feel has particular insight and value. This first one is from episode 20 with Mike Reinald, who is a senior medical advisor to the Chicago White Sox, and he's the president and founder of Champion Physical Therapy and Performance. This specific highlight features Mike discussing athlete education and how to empower professional athletes in the process of serving them as a performance practitioner. This episode of the Informed Performance Podcast has been sponsored by Vol Performance, makers of the Force Frame. Used by health and performance professionals for assessing and improving performance and rehabilitation, the Force Frame is a powerful solution for quickly and accurately testing isometric strength and imbalances. In addition to testing athletes, the Force Frame is also used to maintain and improve strength offering over 130 isometric training protocols. As a portable and easy to use system, the force frame is designed to ensure every measurement can be accurately and reliably measured time after time again. To learn more about the force frame, visit our sponsor, volperformance.com. Inform Performance is a proud partner of Humac Norm by CSMI. Are you using your Cybex, Biodex or Humac Isokinetic system to its fullest potential? Most machines are used 90% for training and 10% for testing. If this is not you, check out the free online course Isokinetics 101 for the classroom by CSMI. In 90 minutes, you will learn how isokinetic machines are used in the clinic for testing and to improve range of motion, stability, control, and strength. If you need CEUs, earn eight CEUs by signing up and completing our full online course Isokinetics 101 online. This course is approved for PTs, PTAs, and ATCs. To find out more, visit humacnorm.com and head to resources. You're listening to the Informed Performance Podcast, and this highlight clip is with Mike Reinald from episode 20. You know, across the, the ranks of professional sport, there's some brilliant people across the different teams and leagues, and you know, our knowledge and our understanding of performance in sports medicine improves year on year. Um, and equally, our resources, our technology and our, our understanding of the data, etc., also becomes more sophisticated. Um, but we don't always have more time when we're in those environments. Um, I saw that you recently tweeted that you spent two weeks at spring training, not just evaluating, treating and training, but also educating and empowering athletes to optimize themselves. I'm really interested. Could you kind of provide some context behind that and, and where that came from? Yeah, that was a that was a pretty vague tweet, right? But I guess most tweets are vague, right? That's the whole <laughs> point of Twitter, I guess. Um, but yeah, pretty vague, but it was, you know, intentionally vague. So you could kind of take what you want out of it. I'm sure there was a lot of people that read that tweet and thought I was like lecturing, right? And I had slides and stuff like that. Um, there's probably other people that just, you know, kind of got probably my built-in message there was that, um, yes, I was performing those things, but I was educating during the process. And I think that was kind of my main point. I think a lot of people got that, but, yeah. um, people definitely thought I was like, like didactically, <laughs> you know, educating people like, like with presentations and stuff. But, um, but you know, no, yeah, I, I, the, the way I, I approach working with my athletes is I, I don't take for granted that they know everything we know, the, the science, the data that we're seeing every day from from the metrics that we get, just like observing them and, and acquiring just you know different tests from them over time. I don't assume that they know all that, all that stuff. So 
I've always kind of put it on myself that I want to educate the player exactly everything I can about the sport so that way they can optimize themselves. So using baseball, obviously, as the example here, you know, with the pitchers, oftentimes, you know, players' arms hurt, right? Their shoulders, their elbows get hurt. It's pretty common in baseball, obviously. And they have all these weird assumptions as to why that may be happening. And, you know, I always kind of start with it and kind of explain one simple fact. Kind of step one in the education process is throwing a baseball is bad for you, right? <laughs> and that's kind of like where we tend to start. And then you start kind of like talking about the science about it. And then you have to explain to them about workload management. And hey, you know, I've, you know, I'm looking at some of your data, some of the the torque on your elbow over the last week with your long toss program. Uh, I just wanted you to see it so that way, you know, you can understand what you're doing when you're playing catch, for example. So for me, I've always like really tried to empower the person. I, I want to teach them everything I know about the sport and the science of that sport. So that way they can understand it. And that way they can then make the decisions down the road on what's best for them. I, I just, to me, I think that's the more important thing to do is, you know, a lot of people in our fields in pro sports, they like to just bark at the athletes and say what to do. I like to try to teach them why we're doing it. And then when we get to the what, it's like butter in my hands, right? They're, they're all on board with anything I'm going to say because I explain the why first. So we always start with why. And I think that's kind of my main point of that tweet was give them the why, the science behind these things. Maybe why you should do this on a certain day or maybe why you feel this, you know, the day after you pitch, for example, and kind of build from there. I think that's really what I meant by, by educating the players. Yeah. Yeah, I did wonder with the kind of empowering part whether um, w whether there was any kind of reference to whether in a professional team setting perhaps we do too much for the athletes occasionally. That could sound controversial, but you know, are we are we doing too much for them that perhaps some of it they could do themselves um, and over catering for them? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a catering thing, right? But it's you know, kind of you know, getting back to like the beginning of your question a little bit when you kind of said there's just like a ton of there's a ton of data now, right? And, yeah. and, you know, what do we do with all this data, I guess, is like, is, is the question. Um, it's, it's, it's showing them kind of the results of what they're doing. There's, there is, you know, maybe it's because just baseball so old, right? It's a traditional kind of sport. It's been around for over a hundred years, right? Like people have these weird like traditions that they do, these superstitions that really don't make sense scientifically that we're trying to kind of debunk a little bit, right? Like, and it's, it's kind of trying to state why, because for them it's, it's, um, it's comfort, right? It's, well, this is how I've done it. And look, I'm, I'm pretty close to making the big leagues. Like I'm a, I'm a elite athlete right here. So I, I'm comfortable doing this where we then have to say like, yes, that's great, but I'd like you to be comfortable doing this for 10 more years. Right. <laughs> so that's kind of how we apply it. Yeah. I guess, you know, you create a more informed athlete, you have better conversations and uh, I guess their reasons when they come to you are more educated and refined as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's to me, again, it always just goes back to starting with why, you know, and that's probably one of the best books you could probably read if you're just getting into the business here. But like, you know, it's everybody, everybody just focuses on on the what, the what, the what. But if you always explain your why, then you're going to get much better uh, just buy-in and compliance and just overall probably better results because they understand kind of what, where you're coming from and, and some of the rationale behind your thoughts. 